America has a long history of dividing the world into countries it does and doesn't like. Ronald Reagan called the Soviet bloc the evil empire. George W. Bush called Iraq, Iran and North Korea the axis of evil. Now Joe Biden's come up with his own list of who's naughty and nice by inviting 110 countries to the US's inaugural Summit for Democracy. So who made the cut? The majority are from Europe and the Western Hemisphere, 66 to be precise, 25 from Asia Pacific, 17 from Africa, and just two from the Middle East. There's Iraq, Angola, and the DRC, which is democratic in name only. Other odd inclusions are Brazil's President Jair Bolsonaro, known as the Trump of the Tropics, as well as Philippine strongman Rodrigo Duterte, who's being investigated by the ICC for crimes against humanity. There's also Poland, which is being fined a million euro a day by the European Court of Justice for violating EU judicial independence laws. And who's been left out? Notably absent are EU member Hungary and the US's fellow NATO ally Turkey. Bangladesh also wasn't invited, despite the inclusion of Pakistan and India, which was ranked worst among all backsliding democracies, and was even criticised by the US State Department this year for a lack of accountability for misconduct at all government levels. Bolivia, which has had fairly robust elections since the 80s, also missed the memo, as did the Gambia, which has made the world's biggest democratic progress over the past five years, moving from authoritarianism to a fragile democracy. Bosnia and Herzegovina, whose democratic system was imposed by a US-brokered peace agreement, was the only Balkan nation excluded, while neighbouring Serbia's increasingly autocratic president, Aleksandr Vucic, is in, a leader who grows closer to Russia and China by the day. No surprises those two weren't invited, but dividing the world was always bound to cause tension, and Beijing took it rather personally. The US puts together a summit in the name of democracy without consulting the international community or coordinating with the UN or other international bodies. Is this called humility? The US puts half of the world's countries into a category of so-called non-democracies with its own yardstick. Is this called humility? In the name of democracy, the US has launched military interventions in Afghanistan, Iraq, Libya, Syria and other countries, leading to hundreds of thousands of civilian deaths and displacing tens of millions. Instead of learning lessons and correcting its mistakes, the US has even gone further to instrumentalize and weaponize democracy by openly convening this so-called summit for democracy to incite division and confrontation for its geopolitical strategy and gains. Is this called humility? It's not just that the uninvited are being sore losers. Critics say the summit is naive and tone deaf at a time when democratic standards and norms are falling in the US itself. The United States comes in at number 61 on Freedom House rankings of democracies. And the Sweden-based International Institute for Democracy and Electoral Assistance classed the US as a backsliding democracy for the first time this year. A year which saw supporters of a president who refused to accept electoral defeat storm the physical heart of America's democracy. And critics point out other shortcomings. The popular vote is how most democracies hold elections. But in the US, the president is indirectly picked by just 538 people. The electoral college system is charged with not being truly representative. 
and a popular vote would have put Hillary Clinton in the White House. And then there's voter suppression, politically motivated appointments of judges, redistricting and gerrymandering, and arguably prejudiced law enforcement that privileges the white and wealthy. The record of the United States on human rights, and in particular freedom of the press, is certainly not perfect. We've seen cases of journalists and news outlets who have been surveilled and spied on by the Department of Justice. We've seen throughout the United States at protests, uh, police and law enforcement attacking journalists. After the polite talk and the photo op, will real politique be what's really been strengthened? And at a time when worrying trends collide with global challenges, will the United States have only made the world less united? Donald Cameron, The Newsmakers.